This is episode number 19 of the High Impact Leaders Podcast, your shortcut to personal growth and career success. Everybody, welcome to episode number 19 of High Impact Leaders. I'm Doug Stannard, CEO of the Leaders Institute. And this is the podcast that helps people just like you acquire leadership and management skills to improve your careers and facilitate dynamic growth in your business. A couple of weeks ago, one of our instructors, Candace Cox, our instructor out of Las Vegas, started a series on how to reinvent yourself, especially during and after the COVID-19 crisis. It was so popular that we've had her come back for another segment. So I hope you enjoy Candace. She has some excellent material about how to deal with bumps in the road and how to kind of change things when, when things aren't going as well as what you want them to, how to make those changes in your life so that you can capitalize on the opportunities that are, that are, that are in front of you. So enjoy Candice. Preparing for potential problems makes you better able to overcome obstacles. Hi, this is Candace Cox, instructor with the Leaders Institute. The road to reinvention may not always be smooth. By preparing for potential problems, you will be better prepared to overcome obstacles when they come your way. The five ways to prepare for potential problems are the following. First of all, you need to understand that obstacles are a part of the process. If you know that you will face roadblocks along the way, you won't be upset when they occur. Two, if you embrace change, you're better prepared for new challenges. Three, by doing what you love, the obstacles that you face will not be as aggravating to the process. Four, understanding the difference between the need to change and the desire to change. Some changes are mandatory, others are brought about by choice. And finally, having a plan B will safeguard your future. You need to understand that obstacles are just part of the process. I remember receiving advice prior to my wedding day. I was told to be prepared that something may go wrong and something probably will. You may think that this is horrible guidance, especially before your big day. Actually, those words of wisdom are spot on. I have even passed along these same words of wisdom to other brides over the years. The mindset is that if you're aware that something may go awry, then you're not flustered when it happens. You won't let that thing ruin your happiness. In my case, my sister, who is my maid of honor, left her beautiful flower bouquet back at the hotel where we had been getting ready. Once at the church, there wasn't time for her to go back for the flowers. Instead, she was able to find some artificial flowers and ribbon in the Sunday school room of the church. She was able to create a makeshift bouquet right there on the spot. It was actually very pretty, and it remarkably even matched the colors of the other bridesmaids' flowers. The wedding ceremony and reception went as planned, and no one ever noticed the artificial bouquet. Similarly, if you are planning a social event or business gathering, be aware that something will likely go wrong. In fact, the bigger the event, the more likelihood for issues to arise. If you embrace change, you're better prepared for new challenges. We all need to think improvisationally. Think about a time when something did not go as planned, but the solution ended up being a better choice. Perhaps you did not have a certain ingredient for a recipe, but your alternative option made that dish far more delicious. Sometimes we're stuck in the tried and true, unable to envision any other alternatives. This can go for a recipe, an event, our jobs, our businesses, and even our personal lives. 
it's easy to stick with the same routine if all is well. And with work, if your income is comfortable, believe me, I certainly adhere to the statement that if something ain't broke, don't fix it. However, something that ain't broke doesn't mean that it can't change or evolve. According to the Harvard Business Review, the psychological and physical symptoms of burned out employees in the U.S. results in an estimated $190 billion per year in health care costs. If our jobs and or businesses can offer challenges and change, the burnout factor may be decreased. If you're in that burnout zone or if you fear that it's time for a change of life path, how do you choose which path to take? The answer starts with, what makes you happy? Do what you love. The money will follow. An author and organizational psychologist by the name of Marcia Sinatar wrote a book by this title, published in 1987. The title states it all. Too many people are creating an existence, not existing to create. Find your passion in life and it can lead you to a life of success. When you are working at something you love, all of your talent, focus, energy, and commitment shows through your work. Excitement is contagious. Others easily want to be a part of something that you show passion towards. According to Senator's book, America's working population does not enjoy their work. Even though her words were written over 30 years ago, it is still a likely truth. Senator is quoted as saying, we are not born to struggle through life. We are meant to work in ways that suit us, drawing on our own natural talents and abilities as a way to express ourselves and contribute to others. This work, when we find it and do it, even if it's just a hobby at first, is a key to our true happiness and self-expression. If you are looking to make personal change, make a list of the top ideas that excite and interest you. Brainstorm on your own or with like-minded individuals on how these interests can possibly generate income. If you are looking to make changes to your business, find transformations that bring about excitement. If you love it, your clientele will likely love it too. As we find ourselves in the year of 2020 with new protocols thrust upon us all, we have to now accept new ways of life. Social distancing may or may not be the new normal. It's like after 9-11 in 2001, some things were changed forever. In airports, we now always have to remove our shoes at security. You can also no longer meet your loved one at the gate. Most people don't like change, especially changes that are thrust upon us without having a say in the matter. However, we usually all adapt and get used to the new way of doing things. In Las Vegas, casinos are looking to remodel gaming areas to distance guests. According to the Nevada Gaming Control Board, when casinos open, they will have to limit a property's occupancy to 50% of its limit. Monitoring of occupancy may include head counts by security, the use of existing surveillance systems, as well as the utilization of a property slot accounting system to monitor the amount of persons on the casino floor. At gaming tables, casinos will limit the number of gamblers and space them accordingly. Some slot areas will implement plexiglass partitions between the machines. Restaurants will also be modified or remodeled if necessary. Buffets are under much scrutiny and may possibly be a thing of the past. Food critic John Curtis told News 3 Las Vegas that buffets are dead. Curtis's opinion is that no one will want to share a serving spoon or deal with crowds. However, the world-famous Bacchanal Buffet at Caesars Palace is the number one revenue-generating restaurant in North America. 
Therefore, the property is using its downtime to remodel the dining facility to meet safety protocols and not have to cease operations in the future. Caesars has even gone so far as to hire an on-staff epidemiologist. At Wynn Las Vegas, the company has announced that they will eliminate the need for guests to touch serving utensils by positioning staff at each food station to serve guests. In Vegas, the mode of operations will change, but the show will go on. Speaking of shows, the entertainment industry in Las Vegas, and even worldwide, is likely going to change as well. I pray that our new normal does not destroy the theatrical world as we know it. Meanwhile, the world's largest producer of stage shows, Cirque du Soleil, has had to shutter over 40 shows around the globe, and the company is flirting with bankruptcy. Cirque CEO Daniel Lamar told Fast Company magazine that after already canceling shows in China and Italy, he then received a call from MGM Entertainment in Las Vegas, informing him that all of the city's attractions would be shut down. Cirque, which also produces the Illusionist franchise and Blue Man Group, among others, was facing the fact that for the first time in 35 years, the show would not go on. Since the shutdown started, Cirque has had to lay off over 4,600 employees. However, they are optimistic. Cirque feels that the shows might be open in about a year's time. Router's news service has reported that all options are on the table as Cirque explores plans to restructure its debt and repair its balance sheets. In New York City, where COVID-19 hit the hardest, Broadway has had to close its curtains. The stages, once filled with music, talent, and energy, have come to an indefinite intermission. The question lies in what will the theaters, showrooms, and concert halls look like when the new opening night arrives? Hopefully, the lights and magic of live performances will not go dark. Having a plan B will safeguard your future. Do you think that businesses such as Caesars or Cirque du Soleil ever had to have a plan B? Wildly successful companies like these probably have never had to think about the idea of radical change. Of course, they are constantly reinventing themselves to keep current and relevant, but a complete shutdown and restructuring was unprecedented. Whether business is working as planned or not, it's always important to have a plan B or backup measures if necessary. All couples that plan an outdoor wedding need to have other options available at the last minute if it starts to rain. Depending on the locale and time of year, other factors can come into play, such as high winds, swarms of bugs, snow, or hurricanes. <laughs> you never know what Mother Nature may have in store. When I was in high school, I was very involved in theater. When it came time to go to college, I wanted to major in theater, but had to ask myself what kind of jobs could I get with a theater degree. Perhaps I could teach or get a job with a professional theater company. I felt that my choices would be limited. I made the decision to major in broadcasting with an emphasis in production. I made theater my minor. It was related studies. I figured that there may be a lot more job opportunities in the radio and television industry. When I graduated college, I started doing freelance film and TV production work. I also landed a weekend gig on the radio. Some weeks I went from coordinating a music video or commercial and then transitioning to working as a radio jock on the weekends. Sometimes it meant reinventing myself on a daily basis. I also never gave up my love for acting and would participate in community theater productions or take acting jobs when the opportunity arose. Today, I treasure my acting and theater training and experiences. As an instructor with the Leaders Institute, I am regularly in front of large groups. My stage experience has given me the ease to address a big audience. In acting, you learn to improvise when necessary. 
When a fellow actor forgets their lines, sometimes you have to create dialogue to get the scene back on track. In business and in life, improvisation and the willingness to change up what you think and do on the spot can be a great tool. So in this era of reinvention, keep these key components in your virtual toolbox. Number one, remember, be prepared for bumps in the road. If you know that problems will likely arise, then you won't be derailed by them. Two, remember that change can be a good thing. The tried and true may not always be the best option. Add a little spice to your recipe and see how it turns out. Three, do what you love. Your passion can lead to profit. No one ever complains that they love their work too much. Four, do you need to change? Or do you want to change? Many changes are out of our control, such as quarantine orders. You may be required to make changes in order to stay in business. Other changes are brought about by desire. It could be a choice to make a job or career change in order to make more income. Perhaps your company image is outdated and needs a makeover. It may not necessarily be needed, but the desire to change can bring about positive results. And finally, have a plan B. If at first you don't succeed, try and try again. As an inventor, Thomas Edison made a thousand unsuccessful attempts at inventing the light bulb. If plan B doesn't work out, hey, go on to plan C or D. In fact, there's a whole alphabet worth of plans to discover. If at first you don't succeed, try, try, and try again. This quote comes from W.E. Hickson. He was a 19th century British educational writer. However, you have probably heard those same words spoken to you by countless piano teachers, sports coaches, teachers, and parents. If at first you don't succeed, try, try, and try again. Hey, we all make mistakes in life. Some mistakes are more colossal than others. Sometimes mistakes are actually fortuitous and the result brings about surprising results. The key to embracing fortunate mistakes are by following these three simple guidelines. First of all, do not be afraid to fail. Failure can often lead you on the path to success. Two, understanding that some famous inventions have come from accidental discoveries. And three, ask the right questions to find innovative answers. Painter Bob Ross is known for his quote, We don't make mistakes. We just have happy accidents. Ross was also quoted as saying in painting, you have unlimited power. You have the ability to move mountains. You can bend rivers. Frankly, we all have unlimited power to make positive change. I don't want to sound like a dusty old self-help book, but we truly do have the power to create change in ourselves, our jobs, or our businesses. The first step is do not be afraid to fail. Failure often leads to success. Other times, we just need to be ready and resilient to make necessary reinventions to stay current and relevant. Another major decision factor for change is growth and profit. If nothing ever changes, neither will your bottom line. Remember that the road to success will always bring challenges. Be prepared to ask questions along the way to discover the answers that you're seeking. Finally, know that you're not in it alone. Don't be afraid to seek the advice and wisdom of others. We can learn from others' failures as much as we can learn and be inspired by success stories. Everyone has heard the saying that when one door closes, another one opens. Sometimes when an attraction or business closes, it may not be because of failure, 
but a change is necessary or likely more profitable. In Las Vegas, many people may not know that there was a theme park in the back lot of the MGM Hotel. The attraction opened in 1993. At the time, Las Vegas was trying to become more family-friendly and shed the Sin City image. Many of the hotels were adding exhibits or attractions to welcome all ages while keeping the gambling areas restricted to the 21 and over crowd. Some of these attractions, such as the Adventure Dome at Circus Circus, have been kept around. However, many other attractions have been substituted for more profitable ventures. The MGM theme park closed in 2002. It was replaced with convention space and timeshare units. This was a far more profitable use of the land. Likewise, MGM removed a lion exhibit inside the casino to make way for more slot machines. Even though the magnificent cats were a draw to bring in tourists, making way for more gaming machines would benefit the bottom line. In theater and live entertainment, mistakes and or improvisation often leads to great results. Even in film, dialogue in the original script is sometimes replaced by an actor's improvised lines. A great example is the late actor Robin Williams. He was known for changing up the script while the camera was rolling, leading to hilarious results. Many times actors will make up dialogue when they forget their lines, especially in a live performance when you can't ask for that take two. My son was recently in a play at school. During a rehearsal, he forgot a line and purposefully blurted out a different response that he thought was funny. Actually, everyone cracked up and the director called out, keep it. His improvised line stayed in the final show. Understand that some famous inventions came from accidental discoveries. Sometimes positive change can come out of fortunate mistakes. Did you know that a common office supply came about by accident? In 1968, a 3M scientist by the name of Dr. Spencer Silver was researching stronger, tougher adhesives than were currently available. According to the 3M company, Silver mistakenly discovered something called microspheres. Microspheres retain their stickiness, but with a removability characteristic, allowing for attached surfaces to peel apart easily. Silver did not have a use for this flimsy adhesive at the time, but he remained optimistic that there could be a use for this odd discovery in the future. Later in 1974, another 3M scientist, Art Fry, had been searching for the perfect bookmark for his church hymnal. He found that the little scraps of paper he was using to mark his pages would fall out easily. Soon, Fry and Silver partnered to create what was first known as press and peel notes. These notes also allowed office workers to paste up little messages wherever they desired. In 1980, the new product, now under the name of Post-it Notes, debuted in stores across the U.S. 3M reports that the now iconic canary yellow color was chosen by happenstance. A lab next door only had scrap yellow paper on hand. Today, Post-it Notes are sold in more than 100 countries and come in at least 26 different colors. Post-it Notes are just one of many products that evolved from errors, the Slinky was invented by naval engineer Richard Jones in the early 40s. He was trying to create a meter designed to monitor power on naval battleships. Jones was working with tension springs when one of them fell on the ground. The end-over-end -end momentum of the spring was not what Jones was in need of for the ships, but the discovery was developed into the classic toy that is still enjoyed today.
Silly putty is another fortunate mistake. During World War II, General Electric Engineer James Wright was trying to create a rubber substitute for airplanes and boots for soldiers, among other things. During a test on silicon oil, Wright added boric acid to the substance. The result was a goo that could not be made into boots, but was instead developed into the popular novelty that has endured over decades of time. Other common items that came about by accident include tea bags, pacemakers, cornflakes, plastic, penicillin, microwave ovens, and even chocolate chip cookies. Can you think of examples when you had a fortunate mistake? Did you have a result that was successful despite the fact that the end result was different from what was intended? One thing that all these scientists have in common is that at some point they had to ask questions. The first question was likely to themselves. Okay, this isn't what I wanted, so now what? How can this new discovery be used? They could have easily taken their newfound invention and thrown it away. Instead, they found another use for their creations that led to success. So ask the right questions and it can lead you to innovative answers. Any good interviewer will tell you that the key to a good conversation is asking open-ended questions. If you are self-evaluating, be sure to ask great questions that lead to innovative answers. Questions to ask yourself could include, do I need a change or do I want a change? What modifications would make my business more successful? How will I budget and pay for the needed changes or upgrades to my enterprise? Who can I trust to assist me in this journey? What are their qualifications? Do you notice that none of these questions would be answered by a simple yes or no? By asking yourself a question like, do I need more training? Your answer would likely be yes, but it, but it does not give you a call to action. Instead, if you ask yourself, where can I get the training that I need? You will likely then start researching educational options, and you may even enroll yourself in classes to achieve your desired goals. Similarly, when you seek the advice of others, do the same and always ask open-ended questions. Seek out others that you respect or have achieved similar goals that you are looking to obtain. Sometimes you can even learn from others' mistakes or misfortunes. Hearing the personal stories and experiences of others will help you better understand how to reach your goals. Questions to ask others could include, what has been your greatest element for success? How did you come to the conclusion that it was time to reinvent yourself? Where did you get your inspiration? When did you decide that it was time to make a change? Can you tell me about a fortunate mistake that led to success? Again, any question that is open-ended will lead to a great discussion and idea sharing. Engaging with others can also lead to recommendations on other people you should meet or provide you with ideas that may take hold. Don't be afraid to find a mentor. Even large businesses or corporations will use consultants to help pave the way for successful change. If you're looking for new branding, the use of focus groups can help you learn what your potential customer desires. Even if you're still the little guy, you can create informal online polls for free that may get you enough information that you need to make informed decisions. Depending on whether you are looking to make a personal transformation or a large-scale business makeover, information is everywhere.
Find success by embracing mistakes, acknowledging others' discoveries, and seeking answers. Have a time frame to complete your goals. It can be easy to give up when things don't go as planned. If Thomas Edison had given up on the light bulb, we would have all been in the dark. Since the technology was available, eventually someone else would have likely made that bright discovery. However, Edison would not have received the notoriety. When it comes to reinvention, research your options. If you are self-evaluating, ask great questions that lead to innovative answers. What you discover just may surprise you. Thanks, Candace, and thanks to you all for being a part of the High Impact Leaders podcast. We'll see you next week.